Hey there, you are listening to the Course Marketing Done Right Podcast, where Stephanie, a top-ranked course marketer, shares all her tips and experiences in marketing, online courses, and online entrepreneurship, so you can rock your online business and brag to your friends about it. Enjoy this episode. Enjoy this very first episode we actually had to put in into this intro. Welcome, I am your host, Stephanie, and I am super excited to launch the Course Marketing Done Right podcast. So as you might already recognize it in the name, this podcast is all about the marketing for your online course. Don't get me wrong, if you are launching an online membership, an online mastermind or any other online program, this is also definitely the podcast for you. But I will always talk about online courses. But just so that you know that all the other online programs can definitely be in the same kind of structure as I am explaining here when I use the word course. So who am I? If you don't know me yet, I'm Stephanie and I'm not even going to pronounce my last name because it's like a weird uh, Dutch last name with a lot of G's and H's and stuff and it's like just impossible to pronounce. <laughs> so, um, And what I do, I've graduated in marketing many years ago when I was still young and, and, and no rumples and, and sticks that Things like that. But now I am uh, working since 2020 full time in my business for course creators. And I help them with the marketing, with the tech and everything that really comes around their online course. I always say if you create your content, I will do the rest with you or for you. So it depends on what the client's need is. And it's it's so helpful because you see a lot of companies, a lot of uh, virtual assistants or experts, they are uh, specialized in marketing or in tech or all those kind of things that come around uh, your course program also. However, they are not fully specialized in the course industry. And that is definitely something that that I found really interesting when I started my business that I really wanted to be focused in a specific industry. So I focus on people that are launching their online program, their online course, and I will know 95% of their questions and how we can solve their problems and And what is just the best solution for their program and even about the pricing or what is done before, the experiences that I had with launching with courses myself, but also with helping for clients. So there are so many things that nowadays I really notice that knowing your clients, knowing everything, well, you can never know everything, but let's say knowing like 90% of what your clients' needs are, it will so help you thrive your business. Like my business has would have never been as successful as it is now, two years later, If I didn't know my customers, if I didn't know 
What is it that they want? And that is exactly what I also want to talk about in this in this episode today, in the first episode. And it's probably something that you've heard over and over again. Every course you take yourself to learn about something or every video or every workbook about how to be a good entrepreneur, how to be a good business owner, how to be a good whatever you want to be. If it involves selling, which always is when you create a business or a course or whatsoever, it always tells you to know your customer. And you know what? It still doesn't happen. I still see so many clients and so many people in general that don't know exactly what the avatar of their um, perfect client is. And it, it is most of the time because we think that, well, our product can literally be for everyone with this, 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 or this. And we do have an idea, like we only want to focus on women or men or both, but then in a specific age area. So we do always have some kind of a demographics idea. However, we never really detail it down. I don't even know if that's a saying, but detail it down. We never really do it, narrow it down. That's the right word. So why is that? It's just because we think that, well, we can reach more people if we don't. And that's the biggest mistake. Even if you can see it in every course, like I said, everywhere over and over again, that you really need to narrow it down. Still, a lot of people don't do it. Um, so I will explain you a little bit on why it is so important. And um, as I said, like my business would not have become a six-figure business within the first year if I didn't narrow it down. Because all the reactions I get from my clients are, yeah, I choose you because you are focused on course creators because you focus in the course industry and you are talking about the most famous most popular course platforms and those kind of reactions is exactly the one that you want to have that the client or your potential client tells you oh my god absolutely yes i am so struggling with that if I have a call with a client, like a potential uh, client call, they can plan in a call, 30 minutes, and we will just talk a little bit. Nine out of 10, they have the same kind of problems. So I always ask them, okay, so why did you contact me? But I already know what they're going to say. And nine out of 10, it is that same. So I can just directly get into it with the solution with a couple of things so that they know oh my god she really knows what she's talking about she knows me yes that is so my problem that is exactly what i'm struggling with those are the kind of reactions that you really want to trigger because then you build report and then they're really like oh my god this is the person that i need to hire because this person knows exactly what i'm struggling with that is the whole point. And if you are more broad and uh, more like, well, we can, we can serve more people. Let's just keep it broad and don't really narrow it down. 
then you will never fully understand the person that you have on the on the call or face to face however you are uh, connecting with your clients so that is really one of the big things why it is so important to narrow it down well now they do always say for example know what kind of magazines they read well nowadays you're not really going to publish any advertisements anymore in a magazine so you don't really need to know what kind of magazines they will read it's nice to know because then you can maybe use it in a little bit of a in a blog or in a post or in a podcast or whatever um but those things are still not very updated what I notice uh, is that we really need to switch that information. But so, but it is important that you know what kind of Instagram profiles are they following? Who are they following on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok? Or on which platforms are they really active? Um, because it's the same with if you know your client, you know that you only maybe have to be active on one platform or maybe two. But you definitely don't need to be on all platforms because no one is literally on all platforms. Well, maybe if you focus on social media managers, then it could be. But otherwise, it's not. So know on which platforms they are so that you only focus on the platforms where they really are or where you see that more and more of your target group is going towards to. So know on which platform they are. Know who they are following. So for example, um, as I am a course creator, marketer and tech specialist, I know that my clients, 95% of them, are following Amy Porterfield. And that's, well, I did it also. That's how I actually started in this whole course creation field. I follow her already since 2018 and I've done all her courses and I just learned a lot from her about the course industry. So I know that my uh, potential clients are following Amy Porterfield and to be honest, there are not a lot of um, uh, yeah, marketeers that really focus on the course industry. Of course they are, but not really that I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to do a little bit what they are doing. And I should do learning from your competition. No, I'm just literally learning from Amy Porterfield because she is attracting the people that want to know how to market a course, how to create a course. And she also explains about the marketing. Um, but I will help them to go way deeper and help them create it and stuff. So I know that's my target group. And it always worked out. Like most of my clients even are students of Amy Porterfield. And for me, that's just really a blessing that I really know, um, yeah, who are they following, on which platforms they are. I know, for example, the Facebook groups and Instagram is very strong for my audience. And that now on TikTok, they are like little by little getting there, but it's not really active yet. But I see that it's starting so I am starting a TikTok. I just recently started with it, like literally three weeks ago and not even posting every day. But I do see that it is getting there. So I want to build a little bit of presence already there for when they all of a sudden decide to go to TikTok that I'm already there. 
And those are the things that you need to do. See what is it that is going on. And the same if you know that, for example, uh, your target group is always talking about a specific topic or about a specific platform, make sure that you are always up to date about that platform. So, for example, many of the people that I work with, they want to work on Kajabi. Well, so I know that every month I'm just checking all the updates, what is new on Kajabi and I work daily on it. So I also notice it very quick, but there always might be a couple of things that I don't know uh, or that I didn't notice that uh, was updated or whatsoever. So the moment then when they roll out a new feature, like the last feature was uh, a quiz. Then I'm like, okay, I know this. I can tell people about this. I can use this in my upcoming in, uh, calls to say, hey, did you know that Kajabi now also has a quiz? How would that be for your uh, course? Things like that. Know really about the industry. And you can only know about the industry if you know what your clients want to know. So I hope this makes a little bit of sense that you notice that if you are very broad, you can never really narrow it down. It, it makes sense because you're very broad. You're talking very broad. But it, the more you narrow it down, the more the client will understand you and feel like, oh my God, he or she or they, them, they're so talking towards me. Instead of uh, having feeling, oh yeah, that's right now. That's not really me. That is not the reaction that you want to have, that they are 50-50% uh, of the time agreeing with you and the other 50% of the time they're like, nah, that's not really me. You want, the, you want them to be like 90% of the time agreeing with you and even better if you can reach it 200%. And so you need to see it like this. Like in supermarkets, we have vegans, we have bio, we just have normal then we have uh, lactose-free, then we have oat milk, then we have just normal cow milk. There are so many things. And why? Because they know their customer. They know what they want. And th the packages are also even different. Why? Because it attracts the customer that they're trying to attract. And that is the whole thing. And now you might say, yeah, but you're a vegan or you're not a vegan. Okay, so maybe that's not the best example, but it is still how they will think about it with the packaging. But let's do it like this. You, if you are going uh, to buy sneakers, you have always like some kind of preference. Maybe you go to Adidas, maybe you go to Nike, maybe you go to uh, Reebok or whatever other brand, or maybe you're just like, I don't want a brand, I just want to go to Target, get some sneakers over there, run, and I'll be fine. So you always have a preference. This might be budget-related, but this also might be just because you have a feeling with something. That is marketing, that you have a feeling with something. The same if you are choosing your shampoo and maybe you're like, I just want the cheapest shampoo there is. But if there were four bottles of shampoo, same price, different brands, you will have a preference for one of those. And it's the same with 
the most expensive ones or whatsoever you will always have a preference of something and that's because they are marketing it directly towards you and i know this might be like super fake but think about it when for example you are going to a relationship therapist if you are in a gay marriage and there are problems in your marriage then you go to a gay relationship therapist and not to a straight relationship therapist and the same if you are a straight couple and you have problems in your marriage you go to a straight relationship marriage couple uh, therapist and not to a gay one and i'm not saying that the person needs to be gay or straight so don't get me wrong here i'm saying that the first relationship therapist is specialized in gay couples and the other one is specialized in straight couples and there might be a relationship therapists that are specialized in bisexual couples that is what i mean so not the therapist itself needs to be a specific um way uh but it's about their specialism so of course if you will see an advertisement saying do you have problems? I am specialized in gay relationship problems. Then you go there instead of someone saying I'm specialized in straight couple problems. Because that is the person that will probably understand you way more than the therapist that is specialized in straight couples. So that is what I'm trying to say. And it's the same it's it's the same with everything like that. The more narrow the easier it is and it is definitely not that if you say that you focus or specialized on this and this that other people will not join i still have clients that are not even creating a course they find me they like what i'm doing and i'm like hey can you also help me out with this so that you are specialized in something does not mean that you cannot attract other people. And then it's up to you to say, I'm doing that or I'm not doing that. So I think what you just need to do is to not be afraid of narrowing your audience down. Know exactly what they want. Be also updating yourself monthly. Okay, what is going on? Are there any new trends? Are there any new things going on in the mind of my target group? What is it that they're talking about so that you can write about it, so that you can create your content about it? So be with your potential clients. Know your target group. Be on the platforms that they are or where you see they're going towards to. And just know who they are and really talk towards them and really don't fall into the trap of taking everything too broad. Narrowing it down, it's it might be scary and I definitely thought it was scary. Like I don't know how many times in the beginning I took it off my website that I was uh, a course creator marketing, marketer and just left it on marketer. But then I was like, no, no, I'm really going to put it. Let's put it back now. And then I took it off again because I was afraid. I was like, do I'm even going to get those clients? Is it not too narrow? But then I was like, no, Stephanie, I know. I know this from experience. You need to narrow it down. And it works. It just works. 
all the successful business owners, they will say this. So it's not about be being successful because you wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning and do all your sport exercises. Those things might be really good for your health, but that's not what makes you successful or not in your business. It will definitely help, don't get me wrong. But to really make yourself, your business successful is knowing your client, knowing what your client, your target group wants. So that is the most important thing. So that is a f the, just what I wanted to kick off with, uh, with the first episode of the Course Marketing Done Right podcast, because it is just something that um, that is really important. And I've really noticed it with all clients. If they don't have a warm audience, they don't really know what their audience wants. They're not, their lungs, it's just not good. The moment when they do, their launch is perfect. And that is exactly what you would like to achieve. And in the beginning, it is difficult. In the beginning, you need to figure it out. And it might take a couple of weeks, maybe even a couple of months, maybe even a year before you really know what your client wants. But it is definitely worth it because the moment you know in and out of your client, your sales will come in like very warm, nice cinnamon rolls. <laughs> if you don't like cinnamon rolls, sorry. So yeah, do it. Ask yourself the questions. Uh, who is my target group? On which platform are they? What is the problem they're struggling with right now? How can I solve it? How do they want to get, be spoken to? Do they like to read a lot or is it maybe better to create videos or those kind of things? Ask yourself these questions and really make sure to um, narrow it down and don't be afraid to narrow it down. So I super, super hope that this was a helpful episode. Thank you again for tuning in. If you have, uh, if you want to know more about me, so you can always go to, uh, to the website coursemarketingdoneright.com. Uh, as you've probably heard, I am not a native uh, English speaking person, but I am officially Dutch, as I also said in the beginning uh, with my last name. So, uh, and for the rest, I just, yeah, I just love to travel. I am literally uh, preparing to go on a trip to Bali tomorrow. So I am so excited about that. And for the rest, I'm just super happy to have kicked off the first episode of the Course Marketing Done Right. Thank you for uh, tuning in and make sure to join next week where we will talk about uh, the seven key principles that you need to think about when you're going to launch your course. Uh, I'm going to launch uh, a new episode every week um on every wednesday so yeah if you have anything that you really would love to hear of course feel free to reach out to hello at course marketing done right and thank you for joining and tuning in and i will see you next time bye thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of course marketing done right if you're enjoying the show please feel free to rate subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts that helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, we appreciate you listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Course Marketing Done Right podcast. See you then.